emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. What up, everybody? It's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody. This is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio Show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into the... And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmin. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmin's. Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And of course, I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hey guys, we're so happy that you tuned in to yet another Tuesday edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We greatly appreciate it and we hope you all enjoyed your 4th of July holiday. Um, you know, we uh, kicked back, did a little grilling barbecued a bit uh just enjoyed this weather i know guys i am enjoying it really really am this 90 degree weather is right up my alley i wish that we could have it all year round (laughs) it's the kind of weather that you don't want to be inside you want to be outside soaking up the sun and of course having some fun as well but again tonight we uh thank you for tuning in to uh, another edition of Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we're calling it Black Lives Still Matter. Uh, last week's show was called Black Lives Matter, and tonight's show we're calling it Black Lives Still Matter because tonight's slate of topics still center around the theme of Black Lives Matter. And again, we want to express that there is no expiration date on this movement here because we certainly believe that um, if all lives matter, black lives have to matter. And if all and if black lives don't matter, then all lives do not matter. Uh, it is all inclusive. Uh, black lives have to matter if all lives right. matter. And we will be discussing some relevant topics on tonight and uh, getting into those in just a little bit. But before we do that, we are excited, guys. We are excited. Over the weekend, over the weekend, we started posting about a new endeavor that the radio show has moved into, and that is merchandising. That's right, guys. We now have Thinking Out Loud radio show swag available polos t-shirts face masks hoodies jackets you name it we've got it on the thinking out loud radio show website uh michaelnemons.com just click thinking out loud radio show swag and we got what you need with our logos on there and we're going to have more stuff coming, believe it or not, guys. But um, I'm very excited about that. You can rep the show, your favorite show, uh, wearing your Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Uh, we hope that you like what you see. We've been getting nothing but rave reviews over the posts that have been made thus far. So we're encouraging you to go to our website, michaelnimmons.com, and click the Thinking Out Loud radio show swag link there and purchase an item or two from our website and when you do be sure to take a picture of uh, the item uh, that you've purchased when you're in it and we will make sure that we post it on our social media as well we want you uh, to help us promote the thinking out loud radio show and what better way than to wear our swag that's right guys so take a photo and whatever items that you purchase and we'll make sure that we post it on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We'll post it on Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. We'll post it all over social media so that uh, you will
will uh, get the, uh, the exposure and our show will get the exposure as well. We thank you again so much because we know you're going right there. We have some great listeners, a great fan base. Again, we're continuing to grow our fan base. But we truly appreciate those of you who have been listening since day one. You know who you are and we truly, truly appreciate you. Remember, Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Swag. Go to michaelnimmons.com and click the link that says Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Swag. It takes you right there and you'll be able to see all of the items that are available in all different sizes and colors as well. Take advantage of Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Swag and rep the show out loud. Be sure to tune in this coming Monday, July the 13th at 8 p.m. We're going to be doing a Facebook Live right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. And we're calling it Black Voters Matter. Black Voters Matter. That's right, guys. We're gearing up for the August and November uh, elections and uh, letting you all know that uh, it is time for us to go to the polls and vote. So we're going to be doing a live show on this coming Monday, the 13th at 8 p.m., right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We have a number of topics that we're going to be discussing on next week, so you won't, don't want to miss that as well. We're also going to be giving away an item from our Thinking Out Loud radio show swag uh, page as well. So, guys, you've got to be tuned in in order to win uh, this item. We'll be sharing with you details on how you can be the winner of the item we're going to be giving away on this coming Monday, July the 13th. Again, our uh, Black Voters Matter is going to be a Facebook Live we're doing uh, this coming Monday at 8 p.m. right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. So tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, tell a relative what we've got going on on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, you don't want to miss this. It's going to be a great show. Please share this information. We're going to make sure we post it on all of our social media, including our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. And again, details on how you can be the winner of the Thinking Out Loud radio show swag item we're going to be giving away. We're going to be posting right on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. And as we said, we're going to be talking about a number of different topics during the Black Lives Steel Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, including Kanye West announcing his run for the presidency. That's right. <laughs> Is this a joke or is it reality we'll talk about that uh on the other side of the break and then we're also going to talk about conservative uh candace owens uh, she's made some uh some very controversial statements about george floyd and police brutality and the black lives matter movement that we want to address during tonight's show she's um you know in my opinion a loud mouth and uh really want to um put some things that she said in its proper perspective uh during tonight's show we'll be doing that as well uh then rounding out the three topics for tonight we want to share with you uh, and it's a great way to end the show a story about wnba star maya moore who's sacrificing her career for the incarcerated it is a powerful story that i can't wait to share with you on tonight and then we have a powerful 
thought of the week from the descendants of Frederick Douglass. That's right. They're going to be sharing with you uh, excerpts of his iconic speech he delivered over 160 years ago on the 4th of July. This is going to be a dynamic and powerful thought of the week, and I can't wait to share with you. Well, guys, needless to say, we've got a great show in store for you. We're getting ready to take our first commercial break of the night. But when we come back, we're getting right into our first story about Kanye West announcing his run for the presidency. Is this a joke or is it not? We'll discuss that on the other side of the break. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root, I am to America a very strange fruit, born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps, into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles. I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history, and it's a mystery how they missed me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be free for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves' tears cause fear and anger run deep and get passed down through generations like heirlooms and in the heirlooms the stench of discrimination as this nation falls deeper into complacency Denying black beauty and black pride. Black lives really do matter. Here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you 
get you naked. to believe. Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You know, there were a lot of things over the weekend that made us scratch our heads, but none more so than the fact that Kanye West announced that he is running for president. It feels like a publicity stunt, but here's what you need to know about Kanye's campaign. I have decided in 2020 to run for president. Living in that 21st century. Kanye is 100% running for president. That's what a source tells ET, adding, Kim is always unwavering in her support and loves that he isn't afraid of what people think about him. But for the most part, Hollywood isn't having it. Actress Octavia Spencer tweeted, Too much foolishness today. Hashtag sit all the way down. Tiffany Haddish joked, I too am running for president of the United States. John Stamos posted this campaign pick as VP for his former Full House co-star, joking, and if anything should happen to Saget. And this meme was our favorite, keeping up with the Kardashians' White House edition. So is Kanye for real, or is this a publicity stunt? He did just drop new music. They don't want Kanye to be Kanye. Well, our source claims the White House dream is legit, and it's the same way when he launched his fashion brand. He was obsessed. But we're told there are others who are close to Kanye who think he's being impractical and is just caught up in the moment. In fact, apparently Kanye has no campaign organization, hasn't filed any paperwork, and has missed the ballot deadline in several key states. back on the Black Lives Still Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And as we said before the break, we get into our discussion of Kanye West for president. That's right, guys. Kanye West for president. I cannot believe it either. According to uh, CNN, Kanye West said on Saturday he's running for president in the 2020 U.S. election and apparent challenge to go head to head with President Donald Trump. Uh, Kanye tweeted out, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. (laughs) 
I can barely read this without <laughs> laughing. <laughs> he is, um, you know, guys, we, it's hard to take uh, this tweet seriously. And again, I'm not the only one. Um, I was just on the Internet. In fact, I was um, I saw this tweet when it first came out on Saturday. You know, I'm a night owl. And so I was on Twitter. And I saw that he tweet when he tweeted this out, and uh, I was puzzled by it, of course, uh, like many of you, I'm sure. Um, and uh, <laughs> just looking at some of the responses that he's gotten so far, uh, Roland Martin tweeted out, "I'm not wasting a single second on my show on these stupid Kanye West discussions. Make a FEC filing and try to qualify for the ballot in these places and holler back." Otherwise, y'all are getting caught up in some stupid attention hype for someone who ain't worth it. <laughs> and uh, and let the church say amen. <laughs> uh, CNN goes on to say fans immediately tweeted their support for the musician and business mogul who has a history of promoting himself and his projects with political statements. So far, it doesn't appear West has any intention of actually running for president so far with the election only four months away according to CNN West still needs to register with the Federal Election Commission uh, present a cap campaign platform collect enough signatures to get on the November ballot and more uh, CNN goes on to say he's already missed the deadline to file as an independent candidate in many states however however uh, uh, he garnered at least uh, one, uh, well, actually two notable uh, endorsements so far. Telsa CEO Elon Musk, who was recently photographed with West, responded to his tweet with, you have my full support. And then Mark Cuban, uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, tweeted out a similar tweet that you have my support as well. His, uh, his wife, Kim Kardashian West, according to CNN, uh, retweeted her husband's announcements with an American flag emoji. Uh, West announcement isn't the first time that uh, he has um, teased at running for president uh, or the idea of running for president. West first said he would run for president at the 2015 MTV movie or video music awards. He ended his acceptance speech for the video Vanguard Award by saying he would run in 2020. But in January 2019, he tweeted. 2024 seemingly delaying his plans. So the reason why I wanted to mention this um, is, well, I've got several reasons. One, um, which I believe is very important for us uh, to, to think about when it comes to voting in August and November is that we have to be very, very careful um, uh, about uh, distractions. And uh, Kanye West has, um, you know, uh, been, I believe, um, nothing more than a distraction uh, when it comes to uh, the political uh, spectrum. And, you know, because we know he um, he has um, made it known that he supports Donald Trump. Uh, he's he's been seen and photographed wearing the Make America Great Again hats. Uh, he's been in the White House, uh, you know, with Donald Trump photographed. And, you know, despite all of the things that he's 
been doing lately uh, with, um, uh, you know, his transition to uh, Christianity and promoting the gospel. Uh, you know, I think that um, his 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 political uh, uh, aspirations or, uh, you know, his his. Um, uh, connections to Donald Trump uh, could pose some problems uh, for us if we are not, uh, you know, if we don't stay focused when it comes to voting in November, August and November, because and see. I, you know, I, uh, I I didn't realize it, but he, according to CNN, missed his filing as an independent. Uh, and what Republicans um, typically like to do uh, in scenarios like this is have a candidate, uh, you know, as an independent run uh, to possibly uh, get uh, votes uh, taken away or to kind of filter uh, votes or take votes away uh, from the Democratic side uh, for popularity's sake so that the Republican uh, could, you know, uh, ultimately sneak in a victory. And someone like Kanye West, uh, who announce, announces, you know, that he's running for president, uh, you know, he, he, uh, because he is a public figure and he has uh, a, uh, a fan base, uh, his Twitter followers are uh, numerous. Kanye West has 26, I'm sorry, 29.6 million, 29.6 million Twitter followers. Let me say that again. Kanye West has 29.6 million uh, Twitter followers. And so that is a lot of people behind him, a lot of support behind him and obviously when uh, he tweets something out uh, much like the president whether it's good bad or indifferent he's going to get uh, some some uh, some pushback he's going to get some likes he's going to get uh, a response and just like that you know, the media picked up on it, ended up on CNN, Politico, many other places. And whether, you know, the, the media is taking it seriously, whether you and I are taking it seriously or not, uh, there are some that are. And um, and so uh, just looking at it from that standpoint, we have to continue to stay focused on our goal of voting in November uh, and voting Trump out of office and um, whether this is a part of a Republican strategy of some kind uh, we don't know um, and of course according to CNN it doesn't seem like he's serious about filing because uh, he has not running because he hasn't filed with the Federal Election Commission yet um, even though he's missed uh, several deadlines and the election is four months away you just don't know what the uh, Republicans might have up their sleeve and again he's obviously made it known that he is uh, you know uh, a Trump a Trump supporter uh, but um, he is uh, I think according to uh, CNN uh, he has uh, 
he has recently criticized the president. He said, however, he's recently diverged from the president over the Black Lives Matter movement and protests against police brutality and racial justice. Um, it's also been reported that uh, Kanye West has received uh, some um, uh, payment protection money from the government. Uh, you know, as a part of the COVID-19 pandemic, New York Times columnist uh, Charles Blow tweeted out businesses connected to President Trump, Jared Kushner, Kanye West and more receive PPP loans, according to SBA data. Large corporations, including Yeezy and hotels owned by family members of President Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, were granted paycheck protection program loans worth millions according to information released by the Small Business Association on Monday. The program's financial assistance was intended to help small businesses amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Now tell me this, how can you uh, you know, uh, explain away uh, someone like Kanye West who uh, you know, in all uh, uh intensive purposes is a billionaire uh he has um large amounts of money uh he is a wealthy uh, individual um why did he receive uh a protection paycheck protection program monies from the federal government during the COVID-19 pandemic we also saw a story where uh Kanye West uh, supposedly gave two million dollars to the families of Brianna Taylor, Ahmad Arbery, and Gerald. Um, um, I'm sorry, George Floyd. Um, and what's interesting, the ironic part about it is the same amount of money that he apparently was supposedly received as a part of uh, received from the. Um, Paycheck Protection Program from the federal government. Now, again, I'm not saying that uh, the monies are the same, but you, you, I mean, you, you, uh, you put two and two together. You know, uh, if you want to try to uh, keep uh, something uh, quiet, or uh, you know, you, you, you know, you've heard of plausible deniability. And I think that is what this is in some respects, because, you know, if it ever was to come back, well, you know, what did you do with the two million dollars you got from the government? What are you talking about? You know, I, I, I didn't I gave that money to uh, for charity. That was that I, I didn't do anything. with That money was for charity. Uh, noted journalist and intellectual April Ryan uh, tweeted out in response to Kanye's announcement of him running for president. She tweeted out, so Kanye West wants to act like he's running for president. Well, here comes the exposure. West, who's supposed to be a billionaire, received a multi-million dollar protection payment plan loan given for relief to small businesses for the Trump or from the Trump administration. So, again, we have um, these tweets coming out and more that's coming out about 
uh, Kanye West uh, getting this uh, protection payment plan loan from uh, Donald Trump, who we all know uh, he's friends with. And again, uh, I, I see this announcement as nothing more than a distraction and something I think Republicans could very well be doing behind the scenes to try again to take votes away uh, from uh, uh, Democratic uh, nominee Joe Biden in the November election. But we'll see how all of this plays out. So, you know, guys, it's a lot of things going on that we have to be concerned about, very careful about, and this being one of them. Uh, Kanye West is nothing in my in my mind but in a distraction. You know, putting all of the the uh, you know the Christian uh, conversion and, and whatnot aside, uh, his. Uh, association and affiliation with the Trump administration has has kind of soured me when it comes to all of the things that he has been doing uh, as of late when it comes to his conversion to Christianity. Uh, I just can't get past that. And uh, I've been really looking to try to see um, you know, if he is an authentic person, uh, and and it's really really hard to see that because of his association and affiliation with the, with Donald Trump. Uh, so, guys, you know, you have to take this with a grain of salt. Uh, it doesn't seem like he is serious about running for president, um, but you know, I mention it again because you know the Republicans are are at hard at work trying to figure out how they can reelect this man uh, in office, how they can put him back in office for another four years, because they know that their day of reckoning is coming. And uh, I, I believe that November is going to be really bad for the Republican Party uh, in a number of ways. And so they're really trying to hold off and try to hold on to as much power as they can for as long as they can. And uh, and this would be one way of doing that by putting up someone that uh, you know, again, Kanye has 26 million followers. And just imagine if all 26 million of them voted for him if he were an independent candidate. Because that's what they did with Alan Greenspan and that's what they did with, uh, uh, you know, other independent candidates to try to steal away votes from uh, the opposing party, whether it be Democrat or Republican, and uh, and to kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, secure uh, the incumbents. Uh, you know, second term in office. And I think this might be one way of them trying to do that. So I don't think we've heard the last of this. That's what I'm really saying in essence. I don't think we've heard the last of this or seen the last of it, even though there are being reports that he's not serious about running for president. In fact, uh, that this is all a part of a publicity stunt uh, for a new album coming out uh, called, I believe, God's Country. Uh, but Again, his affiliation and association with the Trump administration does not uh, make me feel any better about any of this uh, because, uh, you know, 
Uh, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. So keep that in mind, guys. We just got to remember to keep, stay focused and to not get deterred by what is going on uh, in Washington. We still need to uh, go to the polls and vote to make sure that uh, Donald Trump does not have another four years in office. I hope and pray that you agree with us. And if you do, feel free, again, to add us at TOL Radio Host MSN. Leave us a comment on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Guys, we love to get your comments and your thoughts and feedback about that as well. Well, guys, we're going to take our next break of the night. When we come back, we're getting into our uh, story of Candace Owens talking about her uh, continued defense of white America, especially during these times times of um, protest and these times of Black Lives Matter. Uh, I really want to share with you my thoughts and concerns about uh, this individual. We'll do that on the other side of the break. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. have spoken from Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're 
listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling into another episode of the Candace Owens show and one that I am very excited um, to bring to the forefront of the discussion. Um, I always make the comment that there is not enough discussion between black conservatives and black liberals. For whatever reason, I invite so many black liberals on to my show. And despite their willingness to tweet at me, to tweet about me, to write articles about me, uh, they never take me up on that offer, which always leads me to the question. Do they actually believe what they believe? You see, I'll go into any room and defend my positions because I actually think what I say that I believe is true. I'm very excited that one person I instantly messaged on Twitter and he said, yes, let's do it. Come on, I'll come right on the show. Um, Mark Lamont Hill. Mark Lamont is a professor, a tenured professor at Temple University. Um, He teaches media studies. Mark Lamont Hill, welcome to the Candace Owens Show. Thank you for having me. I'm very this is going to be interesting. It is. Um, and I think it's good because people need to realize you can have a discussion with somebody that disagrees with you. Yeah. And and I actually, one person I forgot to mention that disagrees with me, but we have so much love between each other, is Killer Mike. I yeah. think he's one of the greatest leaders in the black community. We are totally on different pages. He was pro-Bernie and I'm pro-Trump. Uh, but he cares and he knows that I care. And we read a lot of the same books and we have slight disagreements. But ones that are, I think, important to talk about publicly. Um, So let's get right into, obviously, the hot topic of today, um, which was um, the killing of George Floyd, uh, the protests that have ensued all across the country because of that, and my comments, which seem to have shocked the world, um, about me not believing um, that he was deserving of this martyr status, meaning four funerals. I think now we're actually at five funerals publicly, a golden casket, uh, the vice president showing up at his funeral, um, or I I think eventually he decided to just do a video of the former vice president, Joe Biden, and celebrities there. And I thought that that actually sent um, not a great message publicly. Yeah, I saw your comments. Yeah. Why did you say that? What did you think about my comments? Oh, the fact I was watching them this morning again, uh, I thought they were off base. I think think you pointed out some things that may be factually true but are beside the point so to say for example that george floyd uh had a criminal path true right uh i don't know if, uh, whether there's drugs in the system or not you know i want to see a little more evidence but let's 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 say for a moment that the autopsy reports that we say are correct both of them the both private one and the private one. Yeah. so far right yeah um i'm not I don't see an argument for why that should make any difference. Now, you conceded that what the police officer did was wrong, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Because if we don't start there, then of it's course. not a good faith argument, right? Then it's like, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. The problem is those things can be a distri- can be used as a distraction from the, the, the point that you did touch on, which is that this was wrong and that state violence is wrong, mm-hmm. uh, no matter who it's against. And to me, whether he was on drugs, whether he robbed 10 stores is irrelevant to this particular conversation. Mm. Yeah, no, I think so. For me, I think it's actually very relevant and not to, I, I, I wasn't saying that to overshadow the conversation. I actually didn't think that the shadow, that the conversation was being overshadowed because it was the actually the first time that there was a full consensus left and right that this police officer was wrong. There was nobody disputing it. I mean, even in the Trayvon Martin situation, you had 
left and right, different opinions, different beliefs of what actually took place. This one, it was just rock solid across the board. Everybody agreed, um, including the, the police station. I mean, the, the chief of police came out and said that it was completely wrong, uh, you know, who was a black chief of police in Minneapolis. Um, the fastest process ever um, to investigate it and to get him arrested. So, I mean, in terms of justice being served, it was immediate. Um, so what I didn't understand, you know, was why we had the response of protests um, when justice was served, right? You're usually protesting because you've been aggrieved or there's been a wrong and you're looking for something to be corrected. This was not that circumstance. And then on top of that, there was a glorification happening of him where people were actually saying that this was a, he was a hero. We had little kids wearing t-shirts calling him, you know, George Floyd hero in these marches. I was looking at these t-shirts and that's wrong. I just, I can't get behind that. This, I mean, if your point is that you're defending black lives. This whole platform is supposed to be about black lives. George Floyd spent his entire life harassing black people and, and destroying black lives. So how I just don't see how, how it can be both. That's fair. Uh, so, uh, it's, it's, I would disagree with that. Let me. So the first point is the, the justice, justice wasn't done yet. Right. One officer at the time of the protest, one officer was arrested. There were three who stood there with their hands in their pockets doing nothing, watching him die. They were complicit and there was there was no there were they were fired. Right. But they weren't arrested. So you felt they should have been arrested immediately? Uh, they were rookies. So, I, I, I mean, I was trying to be a little sensitive to the fact, and I, I still don't know how I feel about that. Like, they were rookies. It was their third or second day on the job. This guy was a senior, you know, had a senior position. He's been here for years. Yeah. They were probably, you know, second or third day on the job. You're looking at this guy, and you're going, this must be the right thing to do, you yeah, know. But, but if, if everyone in America could see that this was the wrong thing to do, right? Like you said, bipartisan agreement that this is not what we're supposed to do. Um, again, there, there is there is a herd mentality. There's a gang mentality that often occurs, even with police, sometimes especially with police, where you see something awful happen and nobody wants to be that person to say, hey, stop. But that's the job. Especially a rookie, though. But, but I, I can't let him off the hook. Even if I was at... Lives Steel Matter edition of a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we opened up last segment talking about Kanye West's announcement for uh, his run for president of, of uh, the United States on Saturday, uh, July the 4th. And, you know, uh, again, we think that is nothing more than a distraction, something that we really probably shouldn't get caught up in. But uh, in the earlier segment, we kind of talked about, you know, his affiliation with Donald Trump and uh, you know I wouldn't put it past the Republican Party uh, them you know moving or trying to do something behind the scenes to steal some votes uh, potential votes uh, from uh, us as Democrats and putting uh, former Vice President Joe Biden in the White House in November so uh, my, my message was really just to stay focused and to not get distracted by uh, what might this what this might be uh, in this segment on tonight, we're going to talk more about uh, the Republican Party and conservative Candace Owens and how I really think, uh, you know, she is uh, doing more harm than good uh, in this moment, uh, talking about uh, George Floyd, talking about Black Lives Matter uh, and, and really criticizing uh, it to the degree and to the extent that she has been. Uh, we open the sec this segment sharing with you a uh, clip or excerpt from uh, her show where she recently interviewed Mark Lamont Hill, who is a professor, uh, journalist, and uh, uh, you know very very uh, popular intellectual, black intellectual who uh, you know agreed to be on her show 
to kind of talk about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and talk about George Floyd's life and uh, his death and why police brutality in the black community uh, should be a concern of ours. And uh, and so. Um, there are a few things we want to talk about uh, in this segment uh, that really um, uh, bothers me about Candace Owens uh, because, for one, the, the the main thing that stands out for me, she or first of all, those who do not know who Candace Owens is, uh, she is a uh, a black conservative, a very intelligent young woman, uh, American conservative commentary and political activist, uh, according to Wikipedia, initially critical of. Trump and the Republican Party uh, but Owens has become known for her increasingly pro-Trump activism in addition to her criticism of Black Lives Matter and the Democratic Party and, and that there right there you're uh, how in the world let's back up how in the world can you be a pro-Trump supporter and then be critical of Black Lives Matter and the Democratic Party at the same time and 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 that is one of the big reasons why it's hard for me to uh uh to even appreciate uh her criticisms because of her staunch support for Donald Trump uh and 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 knowing the racist narcissist uh, egotix, egomaniacal uh, uh, politician that he is, and uh, you know he 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 is uh, a sexist. He is all of those things, and yet she still supports him uh, and uh, unequivocally. And another thing that really bothers me about her is you you find someone when you listen to her interviews, um, you know she she says that she wants to understand, but to me it doesn't. She doesn't seem like a person that wants to understand uh, because someone who understands or even wants to understand would give. Uh, the other side an opportunity to express their views and their opinions uh, and 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 give them some some merit because that was what Mark Lamar Hill was doing uh, almost uh, to a very extreme point in uh, in his interview with her on her show uh, and sometime at some point I really wanted to to say to Mark you don't have to be as uh, conciliatory to her because uh, even though it is her show you still have uh, you, you still you're there to make your points and to make them in such a way as to let her know that you can't be you're not a pushover you're not someone that can just be walked on and walked over and that's to me what is what it appeared uh, appeared to be but going back to her personality you know she doesn't seem like someone who wants to understand the plight of black America because you you heard in her comments about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement that, uh, you know, why aren't we marching and protesting when uh, we kill one another? And one of the reasons that um, we don't uh, march when, uh, you know, black on black crime takes place is because 
uh, we are trusting and expecting that those who are responsible will be held accountable for what they've done. And in most cases, that is what happens when we, um, you know, have those cases where there are blacks killing blacks and again it's not something that we're proud of uh, in our community but it does happen but in cases where police kill other black men and other black women uh, black teenagers or what have you um, there isn't that expectation uh, police brutality and, and, and police shootings are not do not always end well for the victims uh, and the victims families uh, Eric Gardner uh, Trayvon Martin Tamir Rice Sandra Bland uh, the list goes on and on and she she keeps trying to look at it as a numbers game when we are more concerned about the lives of those individuals who are no longer with us and what bothered me uh, the most about Candace Owens is when she made a statement about George Floyd's police uh, record and how you know why are we uh, uh, put, posting him up as a martyr uh, Dave Chappelle talked about that we played that clip during our last show Black Lives Matter uh, that Candace Owens uh, thought that by putting his police record out there that that it would diminish or it will it will uh, it would uh, you know uh, uh, uh cause people to look uh, at his life a bit differently. You know, none of us are saying that George Floyd was perfect, but at the same time we're also saying that regardless of what his crimes were first of all, he went to jail for each of for the crimes that he committed. Um, so he paid his debt to society and at the same token uh, if, the, if during this police stop he was accused of counterfeiting or whatever it was whatever it was it was not worthy of a public execution that took place on the streets of Minneapolis Minnesota and that is the point that we are making that is the point that Lamar, uh, Mark Lamont Hill was making in his interview with her uh, that that George Floyd life mattered and by you saying that uh, uh, that that we as a community are making his life a martyr that because his face is on t-shirts and his name is being uh, evoked in, in, in other countries and in, in other places around the world that 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 he is now a hero when he did not live his life as such that has nothing to do with how he died this man did not deserve to die and that is the reason that we as a, a community we as a culture are marching and protesting and and are chanting black lives matter because they do black lives matter and 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 George Floyd's life mattered. Ahmaud Arbery's life mattered. Tamir Rice's life mattered. Sandra Bland's life mattered. Eric Garner's life mattered. Regardless of what their crimes might have been, they did not deserve a public execution by the police. The police did not deserve to be judge, juror, and execution of anyone's life.
and 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 that is what what people are protesting about this is not a militarized state we do not live uh in a third world country this is we live in a democracy where again we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal Every man deserves to be treated as such And that is my problem With Candace Owens and 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 her constant vitriol that she spews uh, against the black community because of our um, protests and demonstrations. Now she's saying, and and another thing that I want to point out: these were not uh, all riots. She wants to lump everything that happened these over this past month that have been that a month of protests and demonstrations. All of them were not riots. All of them did, uh, were not uh, did not break out into uh, revolutions and rebellions, but they, uh, some of them were, and yes, some of them did uh, uh, have elements of violence as a part of them. But for the most part, they were mostly peaceful, and 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 not just in this country, but around the world. And it wasn't just black people that were involved. In those protests and those demonstrations, it was brown people, it was white people, it was Asian, it was Latino, it was Mex, it was Mexican, it was Spanish, it was it was British, it was uh, African. I mean, you name it, they were there, a part of what was taking place and what was going on. So to lump everybody together into one um, and, and, and into into one group and say that they all were uh, violent. Demonstrations were not fair to the movement and fair to to the work that's being done on the ground uh, in 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 uh, in this moment uh, as we try to uh, move closer and closer to change to real change uh, in 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 this struggle for equality and justice for the black community. And talk about a distraction. She is definitely a distraction. I think if if she spent more time uh, trying to support those who are actually trying to uh, move the needle forward and trying to bring real change uh, in the black community, we would all be better off, and she would be much better off. But but she is she is nothing more than a distraction, a tool that the Republican Party is using, and it's 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 sad when uh you know you see it and and she knows it as well she knows she's a tool that's being used and you know the reason why she knows every time she looks at her bank account that's how she knows that she's a tool being used because she's being paid bought and paid for by the republican party and uh and she is the mouthpiece the black mouthpiece of the republican party and and that again is one of the big reasons why um, you 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 look at everything she says and and you see how disingenuous it is especially in light of all of the things that the Republican Party are doing uh, and and trying to do against the black community the voter suppression uh, everything that Mitch McConnell is doing in the Senate to block legislation block real real change legislation that could really make some uh, some headway in this economy uh, with not just black people 
but uh, the middle class with a number of different things that are going on and yet she wants to focus on the Black Lives Matter movement and why George Floyd is a, is considered a martyr uh, we're uh, lifting up him up as a hero in the black community Her- and even though there have been studies that have been done, I believe I ran across one that was uh, done by Harvard professor of economy, uh, of, of, uh, uh, of economy um, Roland uh, Fryer. Uh, he is a uh, Roland Fryer is a professor of economics at Harvard University, and he recently did a study on uh, an empirical analysis of racial differences in police use of force, uh, according to the. New York Times, uh, surprising new evidence shows bias in police use of force, but not in shootings. And before I get into that, during Candace Owens' interview with Mark Lamont Hill, she kept pointing out that studies show that uh, there isn't, when it comes to lethal force, um, their studies show find they finds no racial bias. Uh, and and for that reason, uh, she's saying that you know because they're doesn't appear to be racial bias uh, in lethal force to use by police or that police are not, you know, killing uh, uh, black men and black women at alarming numbers that we shouldn't be out out uh, protesting uh, as vehemently as we are. Um, but. Roland Fryer's uh, study does show that uh, police officers are more likely to uh, use hands with blacks uh, 2,165 times more than with whites in similar situations uh, and it's, uh, the, the whites 1,845 times uh, police officers are more likely to push into the wall uh, 623 times more with blacks than with whites uh, who are only uh, 520 uh, 29 times police officers are more likely to use handcuffs with blacks 310 times versus 266 times with whites police officers are more likely to with blacks draw weapons 155 times with blacks and only 129 times with whites uh, police officers are more likely to push to the ground blacks 136 times more uh, than 114 times with whites. Uh, and so this study confirms that black men and women, according to the New York Times and Roland uh, Fryer's uh, uh, study, women are treated differently in the hands of law enforcement. They are more likely to be touched, handcuffed, pushed to the ground, or pepper sprayed by a police officer, even after accounting for how, where, and when they encounter the police. But when it comes to the most lethal form of force, in which we already said police shootings the study finds no racial bias now um, what I will say about that is uh, you know the other part of this is that we're getting our numbers we're getting our data from the police departments who are also uh, trying to do their best to uh, to be as how should I put it to be um, you know, to to be, to be as innocent in all of this as they possibly can. So, how can we, uh, you know, thoroughly trust? the information that we're being given from the same parties that we're also accusing of 
uh, being racially biased. It's it's almost like you know the defense attorney or uh, you know the prosecuting prosecuting attorney asking the defense for more evidence to accuse the defense of. And you know that that's a bit oxymoronic, even though you know the prosecuting the defense attorney is supposed to work together in court. But in and but but it's, it just seems like the defense attorneys are going to do their best to defend their clients. And so I say all that to say that even though the studies might might not show that in lethal forms of force there uh, uh, there there is no finding of racial bias. Uh, I mean, it begs to question whether we're getting all the information, uh, you know, that 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 we should have when it comes to um, lethal force being used to make that determination. Um, and, that, and that's also not to say that that we should not still be, um, you know, uh, trying to advocate for real change in the criminal justice system, because the studies still show that blacks are being racially profiled um, by police and this study proves that unequivocally the numbers are there and we're going to post this link on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page so you'll be able to see that for yourself but again Candace Owens likes to, uh, to, to use numbers to try to detract and to uh, diminish the value of the Black Lives Matter movement and call Causes like these uh, to uh, benefit her own uh, listening audience and her own fan base or supporters. But at the same time, I, I say that this is not just about numbers. It's about black lives and black lives matter. Just the same. George Floyd's life mattered. Trayvon Martin's life mattered. Eric Garner's life mattered. Ahmaud Arbery's life mattered. Breonna Taylor's life mattered. Every single life matters. And in regardless if the numbers show that or not, their life mattered and they should matter not just to me, but they should matter to her as well. I love to get your thoughts and feedback about that. Uh, guys, we're going to take our next break of the night. When we come back, we're going to be getting into our last story of the night, talking about Maya Moore, the WNBA star that sacrificed her career for an incarcerated man. You don't want to go anywhere. We're going to get into that story on the other side of the break is the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts. 
polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Author and speaker, Dr. Eddie Connor. I, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade or how to govern yourself accordingly. But we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time. And that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision. Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked.
that's another catch. Sacrifice. I think she could, you know, right now, 20 years into this new millennium, she could, she could, she, she, she wanted strong consideration for athlete of the century. To be quite honest with you, the sacrifices that she's been willing to take, uh, considering the fact that she's a multiple champion on the collegiate level, on the professional level, and in Olympic competition. That's how phenomenal that she has been as a performer. But then to, to, to really put herself on display in terms of the kind of human being uh, that she is, with the level of compassion and sensitivity and intelligence uh, that she has exhibited uh, along this ride, you just can't say enough about her. Uh, Jonathan Irons is an incredibly, incredibly lucky man, and I say that taking into consideration that he was wrongly incarcerated for so many years. I only use the word luck because my God, if if Maya Moore had an inserted herself into the equation who knows what his situation would be would he have ever been released uh, for crying out loud and so uh, you know he is very very lucky to have her have her have to have received her support the way that he has over the last several years and I'm so thankful and glad for him uh, that he ended up being released from prison but it also at this moment in time fit to happen now uh, is, is, is considerably uh, apropos because of the times that we're living in 
got to remember that it's, again, George Floyd's murder, uh, incredibly tragic, and we understand that. But the people that are out there protesting to this very day, uh, they're not just protesting police officers. They're also protesting uh, things that have been going on systemically for quite some time, particularly as it pertains to African-Americans and the issue of mass incarceration. You're having people that are looking at presidential candidates because of that. They're looking at former, they looked at former presidential candidates over that issue. It's an issue that has really resonated in our society, particularly in recent memory. So when you take those things into consideration, again, you see something like this transpire. It sort of validates the kind of complaints that people are, are, are complaining about right now because there have been far too many African-Americans that have been victimized and have been utilized uh, in terms of being a part of mass incarceration. And that issue needs to be addressed. And I applaud her for doing what she did. And I'm incredibly happy for him that he is a free man. Well, guys, we are back and uh, on the Black Lives Still Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we have been talking uh, Black Lives Matter all throughout tonight's show, opening up talking about uh, Kanye West's announcement to run for president of the United States and how we think that is a distraction. And we need to stay focused on removing Trump from office in November by going to the polls and vote. And, of course, we uh, talk in the last segment about Candace Owens and how toxic we think uh, her language and her vitriol is against the black community, especially during a time where our focus should really be on uh, black lives and how much they should matter uh, to, to the world and to those, uh, especially in this country. So um, we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback about that. Again, you can add us to TOL Radio Host MSN or on our Facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud the radio show and to round out the three topics for tonight's show uh, we wanted to share with you a story that we ran across on a friend of ours Jamela Hill's um, uh, Twitter uh, uh, sometime last week I believe uh, regarding Maya Moore WNBA uh, star Maya Moore uh, she uh, Jamel tweeted out people need to understand uh, how huge this is Maya Maya Moore is one of the most decorated basketball players of all time, and she halted her career in her prime to write an injustice, and uh, and this is just amazing. According to Bleacher Report, uh, WNBA Maya Moore. Uh, skipped another season of uh, professional uh, basketball. This Minnesota Lynx star says she does not plan to retire yet. Uh, but this, and this is a story, according to I'm sorry, according to the New York Times, this story was uh, posted back in January of 2020. Uh, the Minnesota Lynx star says she does not plan to retire, but the case of Jonathan Irons, a man who she believes was wrongfully convicted, has consumed her. And Jamela Hill uh, tweeted out an update on this particular uh, case uh, and we shared with you uh, the results of that, uh, you know, the audio from that uh, you know, brief uh, exchange um, in the opening of this segment. Jonathan Irons was recently released from prison uh, and uh, you know, they set up a uh, you know, sort of a impromptu celebration with the media there. Uh, Maya Moore was there 
there along with uh, some of her supporters as well as Jonathan Iron supporters uh, who was serving a 50 year prison sentence and on July 1st he was finally released and you can just imagine uh, the kind of expression of love and support that he received the joyous celebration that he received from uh, Maya Moore and those that were a part of that uh, uh, that uh, that entourage of supporters there uh, for him uh, you know, at that time. And so uh, Maya Moore has really been uh, an advocate for him. Uh, and uh, she she actually was on sabbatical, according to uh, what we are seeing here, uh, Maya April Moore uh, is an American professional basketball player for the Minnesota Lynx of the Women's National Basketball Association, who is currently on sabbatical, naming her the inaugural performer of the year in 2017 Sports Illustrated called Moore the greatest winner in the history of women's basketball. And she decided to sit out uh, and and uh, become an advocate for uh, this gentleman, John. Jonathan Irons, who uh, she believed was wrongfully accused for, uh, according to New York Times, for uh, burglary, being convicted of a burglary and assaulting a homeowner with a gun. Born into severe poverty, Irons was 16 when the incident occurred in St. Louis suburb. The homeowner who was shot in the head during the assault testified that Irons was the perpetrator, but there was no corroborating witnesses, fingerprints, footprints, DNA, or blood evidence to connect Irons to the crime. Prosecutors said Irons admitted to a police officer that he broke into the victim's home. Uh, claims Irons and his uh, lawyers have steadfastly denied the officer had interrogated Irons alone and did not record the conversation. Irons, who is an African-American, was tried as an adult and found guilty by an all-white jury. Uh, Moore shocked women's basketball last winter uh, by announcing that she was taking a season off to support Irons as he appealed his conviction. Only 29 years old at the time and still in the prime, she left the door open for a return to the Olympics this summer in Tokyo and the WNBA, where she has led the, Sphinx, the Lynx to four championships since her rookie season in 2011. Uh, this is a tremendous story of sacrifice. Uh, because she believed that this young man, Jonathan Irons, was innocent. One other thing I wanted to point out about this story of Maya Moore and Jonathan Irons is Maya's deep Christian faith, and uh, that is so inspiring. Uh, she, um, I think it was her Christian faith that actually was a big part of the reason she decided to um, take up this campaign uh, for Jonathan Irons to to be released, um, and and be and for her believing that he was wrongfully accused and. And ultimately sacrificing her career uh, on his behalf. Uh, we opened this segment talking uh, or sharing with you a clip from uh, his release and uh, they were uh, posted up outside the prison where Jonathan Irons was released and you could hear the celebratory tone, you could hear uh, the jubilation, the joyful noises and praises that were given to God uh, as Jonathan Irons was a uh, 
officially released from prison. And then you heard Maya uh, wanting to, uh, you know, talk to him and hear what he had to say um, being released from prison. So I wanted to make sure I pointed that out because uh, I believe it was because of her deep Christian faith that she was willing to sacrifice herself for someone else. And, and, And that is just remarkable. And I think, uh, you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman really made the point uh, of how significant a moment this is uh, for, for uh, you know, newly freed Jonathan Irons uh, because of, you know, uh, of how uh, great an athlete uh, Maya Moore is and uh, and her stepping away from her entire career uh, to focus on uh, this man's release and and that to me just speaks volumes about her uh, her commitment and her passion for justice and equality uh, for for uh, for all and, and it, which all which also includes those who are wrongfully incarcerated wrong, wrongfully accused and uh, and so you know listening to them talk about uh, how phenomenal a player she is and uh, and how uh, you know she was you know, uh, gifted athlete as far back as as high school, and and she wanted every single level uh, of her career, you know, and all the way up to this point, and before even reaching the age of thirty, decided to step away from from basketball, not to retire, but to take a break or take a sabbatical to focus on uh, trying to get this young man who was wrongfully accused uh, 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 and uh, uh, released. And this was uh, part of her uh, campaign uh, for for justice for for Jonathan Irons, and uh, and this is what uh, she was actually able to do. And so, um, and 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 that's that is just remarkable. That is just remarkable when you think about, you know, how she 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 was really willing to take a gamble on her career. Uh, for someone who she thoroughly believed was innocent, uh, you know, and and when you juxtapose uh, her success and everything that she's accomplished against what this young man was accused of, and and how she felt that he was wrongfully accused of it, and what she was willing to do to. Um, to to try to right the wrong in this man's life, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it speaks volumes about her commitment, her passion, um, and her willingness to put herself uh, in in uh, in jeopardy uh, for someone else. Uh, I, I really look at you know her story almost in in the same way as the Good Samaritan, who you know, of course, you know the story about the Good Samaritan who saw the man who was um, badly beaten by thieves. Uh, the the priest and the Levite had walked uh, over this man as they were heading up to the temple in Jerusalem. 
Jerusalem and it was it was the good Samaritan the kindness of the good Samaritan that he got off of his uh, beast and dressed the man's wounds and uh, and and put him on his beast and rode him into town and found an inn where uh, that, that they would take care of him and and they said he said to them before he left that uh, you know if uh, you know his expenses if his, if he incurs a bill paraphrasing here but uh, if he you know uh, if he uh, runs up a bill or a tab here, you know, I will uh, make that bill good when I return. And so that is what, uh, you know, this journey uh, should be about, you know, the least of these paying it forward. And obviously that is what Maya Moore, WNBA all star uh, has done and is continuing to do. So uh, just want to share that story on tonight because I think it's a great way to end uh, the Black Lives Still Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show uh, on a high note uh, in a way that um, you know truly uh, exemplifies uh, what uh, Black Lives truly mean, and and not just to Black people, but should be, but they should mean to everybody because. I don't think all lives matter until black lives matter and black lives uh, are a part of all lives. And if black lives don't matter, then all lives do not matter. Uh, I think it's so very important that we uh, bring that we hammer that point home on tonight. And in this show, that is very important. We understand that black life has to matter if all lives are to matter well guys we're going to take our next break of the night when we come back we're going to be sharing with you our thought of the week coming from the descendants of iconic abolitionist frederick douglas you don't want to go anywhere you tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online it's the thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thinking out loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you 
wouldn't you to believe? Who Told You That You Were Naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. What's cracking Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Thought, 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 Thought of the Week. As the U.S. celebrates this Independence Day amid nationwide protests and calls for systematic reforms, five young descendants of Frederick Douglass read and respond to excerpts of his famous speech, What to the Slave is the Fourth of July, which asks all Americans to consider the country's long history of denying equal rights to black people. Take a listen. Do I look there or look there? Or... Okay. Okay. My name is Alexa Ann Watson, and I am the great, great, great granddaughter of Frederick. Frederick Douglass is my great, 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 great granddaughter of Frederick Douglass. I am the great, 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 great grandchild. I've been counting on my fingers since I was like five. This is the Fourth of July. It is the birthday of your national independence and of your political freedom. Fellow citizens, I shall not presume to dwell at length on the associations that cluster about this day. The simple story of it is that 76 years ago, the people of this country were British subjects. Oppression makes a wise man mad. Your fathers were wise men, and if they did not go mad, they became restive under this treatment. With brave men, there's always a remedy for oppression. They succeeded, and today you reap the fruits of their success. The freedom gained is yours, and you, therefore, may properly celebrate this anniversary. Fellow citizens, pardon me, 
allow me to ask why am I called upon to speak here today? What have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. Your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. Fellow citizens, above your national tumultuous joy, I hear the mournful wail of millions. At a time like this, scorching irony, not convincing argument is needed. Oh, had I the ability and could reach the nation's ear, I would today pour out a fiery stream of biting ridicule, blasting reproach, withering sarcasm, and stern rebuke. For it is not light that is needed, but fire. It is not the gentle shower, but thunder. We need the storm, the whirlwind, and the earthquake. The feeling of the nation must be quickened. The conscience of the nation must be roused. The propriety of the nation must be startled. The hypocrisy of the nation must be exposed. And its crimes against God and man must be proclaimed and denounced. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. Your boasted liberty and unholy license. Your national greatness, swelling vanity. Your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless. Your denunciations of tyrants, brass-fronted impudence. Your shouts of liberty and equality. Hollow mockery. Your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings, with all your religious parade and solemnity, are to him mere bombast, fraud, deception, impiety, and hypocrisy. There is not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. Allow me to say in conclusion, notwithstanding the dark picture I have this day presented of the state of the nation, I do not despair of this country. Um, this speech was written almost 170 years ago, but there, I mean, this part of it is still extremely relevant, especially with today's protests. I think that when people are oppressed, they feel silenced. And if someone feels silenced, they get angry. There are certain tactics that you need to use to get people to really hear your voice. And it's not always gonna be just like a very calm discussion. I think he's mostly talking to the people who are already on his side, but believe that um, they can still try to talk this out or that things are still justifiable. I know a lot of people at the time were saying, and people now are still saying that it's not as bad as it could be. 
while the 4th of July probably does not feel the same to me as it does to others, I wouldn't say that it has no meaning because it is the time when America as a country became free from another country. Um, but I would say that it's not the time in which I gained my freedom. He had a lot of hope, especially for his age. And like, I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm only 20 years old, but I'm, I'm exhausted. Like I'm, I have these thoughts like, will we ever really get to this point? Or is this really something that we should actually spend our time fighting for? Somebody once said that pessimism is a tool of white oppression. And I think that's true. I think in many ways we are still um, slaves to the notion that it will never get better. But I think that there is hope um, and I think it's important that we celebrate black joy and black life and we remember that change is possible, change is probable, um, and that there's hope. Guys, we hope you enjoyed tonight's thought of the week coming from the descendants of Frederick Douglass as they share with us excerpts from his famous speech entitled, What to the Slave is the 4th of July? And also sharing with us their thoughts and opinions of this iconic abolitionist. And we hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Again, we discussed Candace Owens in a defense of white America, uh, as well as Kanye West announcing uh, his run for president, as well as sharing with you our thoughts about that and the backlash he's received thus far on social media. And then finally, we talked about Maya Moore, WNBA star, sacrificing her career for the incarcerated. A tremendous story. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show, guys. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in, and we truly, truly appreciate your support of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Be sure to tune in next week. Remember, we're going to be doing a live show this coming Monday, July the 13th at 8 p.m., right from our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We're going to be posting details about the show as well as how you can win an item from our Thinking Out Loud radio show swag collection. We're going to be talking next week about Black Voters Matter. Black Voters Matter. We're going to be talking about that in a number of different ways and you definitely don't want to miss it. Well, guys, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure across the world wide web. Well, we're going to get out of here on tonight. But before we do, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power is in you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.